0: I wonder if I could do a Tim Robinson voice. <laughs> What's up, listeners? Welcome to Predator vs. Movies. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm it. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we discuss and review the latest movie releases, usually. Uh, but this week, we're doing a, a fun special episode. Peter's not here. Uh, so we are actually going to review a television, uh, not even that, a sketch... Series uh, that is on a little streaming service called Netflix. We're gonna start off with none of us uh, have
1: time to watch an actual movie this week.
0: Two of us don't. One two person don't is sure. has plenty of time. Uh, we're gonna start off with a review of this of the season before diving into a deeper discussion of the series. Then we're gonna ask the most important question: Would this series be better if the alien from Predator was in it? This week, that'd be an <laughs> interesting one. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> there will be a good answer. This week we're going to be reviewing. I think you should leave. Uh, with is it with Tim Robinson? Yes, it is. I um, it is yeah. the Aiden's maybe favorite TV show ever. Would you say?
1: No, it's not that. But I do. I do. Oh, okay. It has a special special. It has a special place in my heart, such that even when it fails, I still appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So this is this is really a long time coming of doing a show about this, a show dedicated to this show. Uh, but before we get into it, we have news, big news. Aiden, sure did you know that you're talking to a certified celebrity right now?
1: I did hear the news. I, in fact, did.
0: You, he heard the news, but maybe you have not. We have had a hit tweet on the Woo! podcast Twitter account. Dude, Check this us is our out highest, on Twitter. highest
1: since since BuzzFeed.
0: Since the BuzzFeed article. Since the BuzzFeed article with our tweet in it. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter at PredatorVMovies to see what I'm talking about. So, have, Aiden, have you heard about the Orcas?
1: I have heard about the Orcas, and I will say that I am on the side of the Orcas in the Orca War.
0: I am also on the side of the Orcas, but I don't know if you saw my tweet on my personal account. My dad is not on the Orcas oh, side. I
1: did see that, yeah. Boo. He is on the side of
0: the boats, <laughs> boo. And someone in our comments is also on the side of the boats, but his situation's wow. a little different. He lives on a boat. I don't know okay. how I feel about that, so I'm I'm gonna that, abstain that, that from that a specific a circumstance. It, yeah. <laughs> um, but for listeners who are unfamiliar with the orca lore, there have been orcas. Orcas have learned recently how to tip boats and like yachts. And they've
1: spread that information amongst themselves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They've put up orca posters and propaganda. They're showing films to teach other orcas how to do this. Uh, And so there's a, a headline somewhere that says, Orcas threw a yacht around, quote, like a rag doll, end quote, and ripped off both rudders, comma, the latest example of a killer whale attack. Someone takes a screenshot of this headline. Yeah. <laughs> and they post it to their Twitter account. I will thank the user now. They're at Criminal Union FW, Uh And to this screenshot, they put their own words in comment to it.
2: Mm-hmm. Their
0: words are, 20 incidents this month alone. And I emphasize alone because they did put it in all caps. In all caps, right. Now this is where it gets really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I see this tweet on my right. personal feed That's what and it is. thinking like the entrepreneur that I am. Right. Just I in a growth mindset all the time. I, yeah. I make a connection to a movie that we've seen. Right. And so I send it to, I DM myself to the other account that I run. For this podcast, at Predator Vmovies. Predator vs. Movies, yeah. No, it's at Predator V movies, because the Twitter handle doesn't allow the S. It's too long. (laughs) With the (laughs) S, it's a little too long. One letter. And so, I DM it to myself. And I, you know what I do, Aiden? What do you do? I I quote tweet that son of a bitch. I quote tweet it. Yeah. And do you know what I say? I say the Orcas have all watched How to Blow Up a Pipeline and became radicalized.
1: That's like the movie we watched. I didn't watched. even
0: think... It is like the movie we watched. I didn't even think this was a particularly clever tweet. I didn't even think it was mm. particularly well phrased. I thought it was okay. Not Maybe not it's my best work. All, yeah. But Aiden, yeah. do I have to tell you about the eyes that this tweet reached? You don't, but do it anyway. Very, very quickly after having posted this, I get a retweet. and Not a quote For tweet, real. a retweet. We're going through all the motions of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> every, every different type. We get so if retweet. you guys don't
1: know, there are a variety of things you can do upon seeing a tweet on Twitter.
0: You are There's able so to many.
1: like that tweet. You're able to retweet it. You're able to quote tweet it you're able to reply to it you are also able to view it and just move on and say nothing
0: you could also dm someone you also could also bookmark it yes we have some bookmarks we could <laughs> also you could also take a screenshot if you're a real freak you right. could take a screenshot of it dm the person who posted it and comment about the post to them personally but not publicly I say this because two of my friends do this to me frequently Mm. (laughs) instead of actually engaging the regular way. You
1: could could also extrapolate on that idea and pull out another phone and take a picture with that phone of Uh, the tweet and then
0: do whatever you
1: want with that at that point.
0: You could also screenshot the tweet (laughs) and post it on Instagram on a new app. So that the losers on Instagram, who don't have Twitter, can see it. Right. But anyway, so you got to retweet. Lots of people do, but, <laughs> and not just from anyone. <laughs> from, from the Daniel Gold ha, Haber, Daniel Goldhaber, at Chrono Pictures. Now, Aiden, do you know? Do you have any idea who this Daniel Goldhaber is? Is that the
1: director and one of the writers of How to Blow Up a that Pipeline? That is, in
0: fact, correct. He is the director <gasps> and writer and one of the writers of How to Blow Up a Pipeline. And he retweeted our tweet. And the eyes it has seen since then. It was liked by... Uh, I think it's... Wait, let me check. Give me a second. Just, just sure. a second. Sorry, I have to do a lot of scrolling through all of the likes. Yeah, there's so many... It was right, liked just... by Ariella Bearer, who is another co-writer and the star of How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It was <gasps> liked by her. I don't think she retweeted it, but that's okay. Good enough. She. We'll do you know it. how many followers she has? More than a thousand. 25.7 thousand. <gasps> so, between this and the Neon official Neon... Account, retweeted and liked it as well, and we have had 19 retweets in the past 24 hours, 137 likes, holy, two bookmarks, and two comments, both from that one guy who lives on a sailboat. Sorry if you're listening to that sailboat guy. Uh, I'm still on Team Orca, but that's that's unfortunate for you. I hope. Yeah. I hope you're okay. But skill issue. We've had a hit tweet. Listenership. Of this podcast has stayed mostly the same. I haven't seen any influx. Yeah, I uh, think maybe, it's, I, I, maybe in future. I think it's
1: I think it's safe for the folks at home to expect a little bit of an upgrade in terms of production quality. We're talking new mics, a whole studio, uh, unrolling a video, probably like the multiple cash? channels, perhaps perhaps even a the, podcast network where we're like getting other people on and like putting the, like propping up their podcast.
0: The liquid cash inflow will be astronomical of uh like proportions hereto unseen by mortal eyes right of liquid cash liquid crazy
1: not to be confused with solid cash which we don't want any of that shit
0: (laughs) no no we're good i I I need to be
1: able to drink my cash with a straw (laughs)
0: I need my cache to have a, a an inconsistent, uh, fuck what's it <laughs> inconsistent shape, but constant volume. I don't want gasses, and, and, gaseous gashes, and to be able to fill a cache.
1: container
0: too. Yes, yes, it can fill any container. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean by it has inconsistent shape, right. but it has it has to have constant volume. We can't that's have true. gaseous cash. We right. can't have gaseous we can't have a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't have. Yeah, anyways. Uh, we've had a hit tweet. It's crazy. Uh, trailer park. <laughs> That's hard so seg- like I segue for hard. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just kind of the upper echelon of comedy that you get at this uh, The Predator vs. Movies podcast. But yeah, trailer park.
0: This is what happens when Peter's not here to to (laughs) control us. This is us (laughs) with no guidelines. No Peter guidelines.
1: We're getting crazy tonight.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Uh, So we watched a trailer for a little movie that I've been very excited for. It's a movie called Bottoms that I'm going to do some research on that I forgot to do. It is directed and created by Emma Seligman, who did nice. uh, Shiva Baby, a movie that I like very much. And it nice. stars Rachel Sennott who I like very much, and Ayo Edebiri, who I also, guess this, like very nice. much. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't the... realize
1: this till I watched this trailer, but Marshawn Lynch, who I actually think is fucking hilarious. He's like, he's a re... he's like the teacher, He was an NFL player. and I don't know if you ever watched the show Murderville with Will Arnett.
0: I tried watching it. It was pretty brutal. I couldn't sit through (laughs) that.
1: His episode of that is actually really funny. So actually, I have a lot of faith in him. I think he's a funny guy.
0: He looks funny in this movie, I will say. Um, And so I've been highly anticipating this movie ever since I heard about it. It was described as a queer fight club, basically. The conceit is that these two girls, in order to get um uh girls I was trying to right. think of the word in, tr- in order to get <laughs> girls they create to get club, those uh, is...
1: what are they called?
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> in order to get with girls they start a fight club but it's actually more of a self-defense club um and you know hilarity as it always does ensues um and so trailer finally comes out and it looks great I'm excited for it
1: and then it all turns out. It turns out that they're both Tyler Durden in the end. <laughs> Do you have you not seen Fight Club?
0: I've seen Fight Club. I'm just I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a work on it. We're, we're yeah. And, you see it in like the they're... end, in the end, they're both yeah. the
1: same person. Like uh, Fight, Club. Fight, pew, pew, Fight, pew. Fight Club. Spoiler.
0: It's like that thing that we can't talk about,
1: right? Yeah. Well, but we, we already did. Let's move on. Let's. We're
0: trying to sit in the uncomfortable <laughs> bad joke territory. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> there was oh my God. There was another trailer, a uh, new trailer for Yorgos Yorgos Lanthimos's movie. Uh, Poor things. It's like the Frankenstein reimagining with Emma Stone and uh, Willem Dafoe and Mark Buffalo. Um, Looks really good still. Has not changed. I'm still very excited. excited. I'm excited too. Got a little uh, more details.
1: Yeah, looks like it's going to be a Frankenstein story, but with a twist.
0: It's a girl. Uh Uh-oh. Woke. Woke cultures come for Frankenstein. Frankenstein. (laughs) Oh, man. Here (laughs) we go again. M.C.U.
1: Yeah. Were people saying that? I've never heard that.
0: You've never heard M.C.U.? No, is that what
1: people were saying?
0: That's that's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) M.C.U. because everyone's a woman now. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So Frankenstein M C U. Nice. Well, yeah, it's also yep. going
1: to be in the Marvel cinematic universe, so that's like yeah. that's Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> is going to join the MCU. <laughs> it, on the, as on a his director project.
1: It's, not a, it's not a Marvel character. He's just inserting his own ideas into the MCU.
0: <laughs> He's we've done away with the idea of, of one for them, one for me. It's it's, it's a combination of the two. Both. He's doing yeah. one for him for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's for both. Yeah. It's for everyone. It's a communist uh, collaboration. Anyways, we are reviewing something today, Aiden. Sure. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is uh, using our good friend Wikipedia?
1: I sure can. So uh, The show is called, uh, the official title at least is, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. <laughs> And uh, you could say it's an American sketch comedy series created by Tim Robinson and Zach Kanan. Uh, you, could also say, you could also say such features as uh, 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 Akiva Schaefer being one of the main directors of the series. You might know him from The Lonely Island. Lonely Island uh, but I can yeah. say even more. Um, it is starring Tim Robinson as well as, other, as well as well as other guests. And I can also tell you that there are three seasons and that the number of episodes is 18 and that it's, those episodes are divided evenly amongst the seasons, uh, making it six per season.
0: I can also tell you That's that, true.
1: generally speaking, the running time is six to 18 minutes, and it is composed of a variety of sketches. I can also tell you that the other two members of The Lonely Island, Andy Samberg and Jorma Tacone, are also producers on the show. Hmm. I don't know what else to tell It's on Netflix. I don't know what else to tell you. It started in Again. April of 2019. I don't know what else to yeah. tell you.
0: Good. I think second season came out 2021, and this one just came out uh, at the end of May. Uh, I believe delayed uh, due
1: to COVID.
0: I did hear something about that, but it still kind of hit evenly every two years. Um, Thank you, Aiden, for that. We now, the two of us, I'm stalling, are going to uh, play a little game. Oh, it's all set. Great. Um, This game is called Predacritic. Usually we do this with movies. We'll see if it'll work for this TV show. It has in the past. Um, There is a website on the internet called Metacritic. And they take in, gobble, 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 uh, the reviews from critics only of a movie or TV show. And they average it out of 100. If it gets 60 Mm -hmm. or above, it's green. If it's 80 or above, it's labeled must-see. If it's 60 to like 45 or so, it's yellow. And if it's below that, it's red. We, the two of us, are going to guess where in that metric. Uh, why can I hear that? Not in my headphones. Where the, the show lands in that metric. Um, and you are, in fact, going to guess first. Oh, shit. That's so strange. Uh... Why am I hearing that outside of my headphones? Oh, I see. Sorry. Continue.
1: There's some shit going on in Alex's end. Yeah, uh, is this for the whole show or just a season?
0: Good question. Let's do season three only.
1: Season three only, okay. Uh, Well, I will say, I think that there are perhaps, perhaps, some weaker episodes this season. Although, hey, I I love this show, and like I said, no matter what, even even when the show fails, I still appreciate it and I still like it. Um, But I do think that maybe a little bit of weakness – but I think this is an overall well liked show, and I would probably give it around an 80, two.
0: Mm. eighty-two. Eighty-two—that'd <laughs> be my guess.
1: This is yeah.
0: This is tricky. I
1: don't really know. It's hard to tell though. TV's weird.
0: Me, TV's so. hard to gauge. Yeah. I think this. I agree. This is a well produced show. It's a well liked show. It's and it's it's playing with the format of things. So I honestly don't know how critics are going to react to that. Are they mm-hmm. going to pull away because it's not narrative? It's just it's really just sketch comedy. Or are they gonna appreciate it for what it is? I hope that it's the latter. I'm I think going that to they're guess. it's
1: not it's not like it's the first mm-hmm. sketch comedy show. So it's like they they know no. how to take
0: it. Yeah. So I'll I'll take a bit of a risk here. I'll take a gamble, and oh. I'm gonna guess eighty-three. <laughs> not much of a risk. <laughs> really playing with fate here. Um, yeah. This is a show called I Think You Should. I guess bleed. there is
1: no punishment though, because I give a synopsis. What do we show? have to recap?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Recap every single every episode. <laughs> um Is it even on Metacritic is now the next question. <laughs> Error. Error, Error nice. 503 service mm. unavailable. I don't know that number.
1: Where where That's does that the record? Mm.
0: Can I guess oh What's this? Well, that's for season two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. 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 Uh, let's try... (laughs) Error. Technical difficulties. Well, okay, I, I think I can see it on the Google search. There it is, okay. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, season three. Uh... I, I do believe, Aiden, you have guessed it on the dot. It is, in really? fact, 82. I 82. cheated. Just two. Kidding, Just kidding. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. I agree with it. I think that's, uh, that's a good place to that's good reading. Uh, And, of course, there's no punishment, so that's okay that I lost. Aiden, as the good guesser of the... the As, as, as the goodest guesser of Predacritic, you right. win... And you do get Woo! to tell us tell, – tell me – this is not really spoilers because there's – what are you going to spoil? Tell us what you thought about this season of I Think You Should Leave.
1: Yeah, uh, I thought it was a good one. I think um, I think as the show has always gone, there are some sketches where it's like, okay, this this spun out a little bit too much. And I don't know. <laughs> I think you needed you needed to reel this one in a little bit at some point. And there are some sketches that don't work. I will say there are definitely quite a few of those in this season. But there are also some very, very funny ones. Uh, like, we'll, we'll get into the ones that I really like. But there are some that I thought were, like, fucking hilarious. Um, perhaps less quotable. As Alex knows, there are certain quotes from different episodes yeah. that I integrate into my speech. Uh, and I don't know if there are necessarily any of those from this season. Not that that's a, a surefire way of judging a show. but
0: uh, We haven't waited it, long enough. I think right. with time you might integrate them into your vocabulary we
1: that's see. true and the more i rewatch certain sketches and whatever you know what i mean like i see it pop up on the youtube because hey sometimes that happens sometimes i see it on the youtube and then uh you know maybe maybe i into maybe I, I integrate that fella right into my uh, speech but i like this season this was a funny season a lot of really funny sketches worth the watch good stuff
0: very nice um <laughs> I I more or less agree. I think uh, it's a it's a very good season. Uh, I was I was not sure about it at first, but I have rewatched the the series in its entirety, including season three, in the past twenty four hours. It's a little hellish, but um, I I think this season is um, quite strong, and I I found it worked. Some of the sketches I wasn't sure about worked better on the second go around, even after yeah. having seen, you know. Hours and hours of the show, right. in quick succession, uh, just prior succession. to watching it. But it's hey, another it's show, another good show. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what else can I say? I think I don't think this is the best season. I think it's a little, maybe not quite as good as the high of season two. Uh, yeah, I think that might be sort of that. what you're getting at, Aiden, with um, the quotability, perhaps. But I think there are some, there are some really good uh yeah there's there's some really good sketches um i thought originally that some of the sketches kind of introduced a weird new thing at the end but i found on the rewatch i didn't notice that quite as much and i was kind of like no this is this is kind that of is, like on par with how the I, show works
1: i was gonna say that is the show's brand that it's like yeah you expect it to just escalate a core idea and be like that's a funny idea and it just abandons that idea like half of the way through, and it becomes something else. Which it,
0: and it, varies, some, it sometimes from it's from is very
1: funny, and sometimes yeah. sometimes it's like, damn, The first premise was funnier, and you like, yeah. it's not as funny now. But like, yeah,
0: I do find like it, it really does vary from sketch to sketch. So like, I think a good example of one that really sticks to its central premise and doesn't let go of it is going back to season one the hot dog suit. It's yeah. <laughs> it's about the hot dog suit the whole time. And he's trying yeah, to or... distract people by giving a speech and the speech kind of winds around and becomes random, but it's the whole time he's still sticking to the idea of like distracting so that I can get away and steal these shirts, you know. Yeah. Well,
1: and also like the ghost tour one from season 2, like that one stays yeah. right, right until the very end. That one stays about the same thing.
0: And, and the very end also, is just like, uh, yeah. Yeah, there are also An ones epilogue. in this season that, yeah. There are also ones in this yeah. season that stick to their central premise. Some of her favorite ones, in fact, like the yeah. the pay it forward sketch. <laughs> that one doesn't yeah. go anywhere weird. Yeah. That one is yeah. very straight on. Um, but I do want to say, so though, I guess,
1: sometimes I, I really like that the that the sketches just go in a random direction. Like, there's one sketch worked, this yeah. season, like the one, uh, the one with... Patty Harrison, where she like is like shoving stuff into the mannequin. It's like, it is generally under the same premise because we don't know what she's doing at first. But it's like it just becomes about rats halfway through. Like, (laughs) and just just describe like the joke becomes more about like describing the specific way that she likes rats, um, than anything else. And yeah.
0: yeah, I like that one. It definitely depends. I don't that one. I didn't think. I think that one was funnier at the beginning for me. That's an example of one where sure. I thought the original conceit was funnier. Like when, when she's spraying Windex into a cup to fill it up with like poisonous liquid to feed to a cardboard yeah. cutout of a man. Yeah. That's funny. I, and, and I, Of course it's about something stupid and so the rat thing is kind of like goofy, but I, I love yeah. that moment, which is much earlier on. Um, but I guess let's get to our, one of our main questions. What are some of the best sketches from this season? From this season, let's, let's yeah. one let's ping pong. So you can start yeah. with one of your favorites.
1: Uh, I'll say, I mean, uh, I'll start with the one that we already were talking about a little bit, which is the pay it forward pay drive it forward. through one. <laughs> like that like that <laughs> like the the instant turn <laughs> when he's like, yeah, you know what, like I am. Um, I'm gonna pay for the people behind me, and then it's like, oh, that's very oh, nice of you. And then the, the immediate, like, just screeching <laughs> up, fifty-five burgers, fifty-five fries, fifty-five drinks.
0: <laughs> the tone shifts so hard, yeah. and that's it's it's when I think you should leave. I think is at its strongest is when it plays with tone, and it doesn't yeah. like stay on kind of like the sketchy, um, like yeah. goofiness the whole time. So when it uh when there's some variation so it hard shifts action music starts and it becomes very intense as he's like squealing around the parking lot to get back and he cuts someone off and he starts going he's like i'm trying to do something of the way like he starts yelling at her <laughs> and then yeah he says this famous quote which i have in front of me 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cokes, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55, <laughs> 55 peppers, <It> <laughs> 55 tater the,
1: the, the joke is also like, like, it's taking the premise of guys only does pay it forward so that he can get free stuff, but it's taking it to such a absurd degree, like, you would, if you got 55 burgers, like, only, like, four of those... <laughs> at max are like worth getting like
0: the rest of them you'll throw out oh man and it's it's for me it's 55 is such a specific number that adds to like the (laughs) sing-songy nature of of the line and then like he goes 55 55 55 there's 100 for a bit and it goes back to 55 all right I love that. Also, the escalation
1: of when he gets back to the front and the woman behind him does the same
0: thing. Yeah. Like, the
1: woman <laughs> reverses. <laughs> like, it's
2: it's that, the exact really same
0: line. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, let's see. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pick. of. Yeah, there's the, one that is, about, like,
1: my favorite one that I'm forgetting. That stuck out to me as, like, this one was my favorite, but I'm forgetting it now. Okay.
0: Um I liked I like most of them, so it's hard to be like a favorite one. Oh I know. I, I really like the one where it's the the canned laughter, the recording on a film set, like the canned studio laughter for Oh yeah, yeah, a, that's funny. <laughs> For a sitcom. And so Tim Robinson yeah. is in the he's in the, the audience and he's trying to say like that he got scammed instead of laughing, he's trying to get this information out there that he's being scammed. When it's like, (laughs) oh, man. So so he's describing what happens for so long, and the fact that people aren't getting mad at him, they're just like, oh, okay. And they're just like, going along with it is a nice change. And then when, 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 when they're like, okay, yeah, let's start the show. Woo! And everyone's happy and they're okay with him. Then he starts having like, flashbacks to the event and you see all the insane things he was describing so funny and like they add music to it too and i just love that like you know exactly what's gonna happen and it's still so goofy like the limo thing and they're trying to get more space in the limo yeah or the the bent the bent watch and the springs flying into the date's face There's also, there's
1: something really funny about like describing things that are kind of hard to describe and like being specific about it. So it's like the cardboard, the plywood was propped up in such a way that it was over the ice cube, but not all the way. So I could see a hand (laughs) ducking under, like, like when you have to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I love the, the setup of that, which is that like. What it's it's like yeah so like you can you can you're on air and like the whole world can hear you and he's like the whole world could hear you. <laughs> like that's a that's a great line just to set up yeah. like the, the and
0: it, i like that he also starts kind of like with something inane like he's like he's just he's just laughing a little bit delayed so everyone goes haha ha, and he goes ha like he's testing the waters ha, first ha,
1: ha. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I also something I love about the show is that they understand how funny background performers are. And yeah. so like frequently they'll either in the edit, they'll kind of like point out a, a background performer or they'll do something you know interesting with them. or I think I think a lot of the time Tim Robinson will like improv with a with a background performer, and so there's one of those in this, I think. Where the woman who's he's sitting next to, at one point he just like like the awkward thing about background performers is they can't talk. Like if they start talking, then they have to get paid a different rate. So they have. I think they also get a SAG card. Oh, okay. There you go. If
1: you say like one line, you get a SAG card. Yeah, I don't know. That could be wrong.
0: I I don't know. Yeah, there's like like there's rules, so you can't say words. They can only mouth things. And there's one part where he's he turns to the woman sitting next to him who's very likely a background performer cuz she doesn't say any lines. He he looks at her and he's like, "You're really nice." And like <laughs> like she didn't say anything. She was just like pointing around for no reason. I just I I find that shit so funny and and it, they do that well, a lot in the show, I find.
1: It's also, like, we'll get into this more later, but, like, I think this sketch is a play on one of the central premises of sketches in this show, which is that, like, a guy who's just trying to fit in, like, like mm. that's, that's what it is, like, at the core, it's, like, a guy who is has a really bizarre thing. And he just wants to fit. He just wants to be accepted and heard at the end of the day. And I think that most of the time it, it ends up like he's so overcorrective that it just doesn't work. Like he feels the need to overexplain and overcorrect and overreact that he can't fit in. But this is an interesting one where he does it and he he is accepted. He's embraced by the crowd. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Aiden, it's your turn. What is what is uh, one of your favorite sketches?
1: Yeah. So this one's short and sweet, but this the one where it's the father of the bride at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that would like, like that that would make me like cackle like, specifically. I forget that <laughs> I forget that actor's name. Is that Tim Meadows? Tim Meadows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah, that sounds right. Tim he's Meadows. everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> like, like it's like so like the setup is. Like they're at a, he's at his daughter's wedding and they're like taking pictures and the photographer's like, okay, now let's do a goofy one and he like picks up a feather and he's like, uh, uh like he doesn't know what to do and he like he sticks it all the way down his throat and throws up. <laughs> and he's like, what the
2: fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Like the the specific like the way he puts it down his throat like why would that be the thing you think to do, and how he that is continuing to like try to come up with the ideas of things he could have done after the fact and they're all like they're all in the same category of just like stupid that's a great that's like a yes great
0: one. so so he pivots after having thrown up he pivots to like Oh man, like someone gives him a good idea. She's like, "You could have been a flapper, like a flapper girl." And he's like, "Oh, no, I know what I should have done. I should've been Barney." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What? makes less?" sense? Barney has fur. He's all hair. It's felt. Yeah. Um that one I like. I like when he's like you—that's not enough time. That's not enough time to think of something goofy. only had three seconds. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like it's it's taking something really um, relatable, like everyone has to take goofy photos, and you're like, I, don't, I can't think of something goofy in three seconds. And it takes it to the extreme, and that's that's what I really like about the show is when it does stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: What do you think? What about did you? Th-
0: okay. Or no, do you, I do want to say said? one other thing about about the wedding is. It that one is one that ends in a way that I don't like the weird the guy who starts yelling at him and then he's like he's like like Tim Meadows is like I'm so busy like I can't focus I can't think of something silly and then another guy's like oh yeah you're busy well guess you I'm busy and then he just starts like doing his own thing that's an example of one where I was like yeah. I didn't. the new angle yeah, I was- doesn't work as well as the Sounds original fun, yeah. but the, he does the little dance it kind saves it but um yeah. okay i'll try to think of a new one um I'll, okay i've got one i can talk about shirt brother there's one I- which one shirt brother
1: what remind me of shirt brother
0: okay it's you know the guy who was santa in the last one who played detective crashmore the guy yeah. who's the the bearded guy so they're wearing yeah. the same shirt and he says oh we're sh- you're my shirt brother and they're at the kids concert and then he goes away and he's wrecked an entire classroom do you ever what?
1: remember this? I don't remember this at all <laughs> what the
0: heck? Okay, the oh, guy who's yeah. Detective Crashmore shows yeah. up to this like kids recital and he's yeah. wearing the same shirt as Tim Robinson Tim Robinson is trying to enjoy the show and the Lieutenant Crashmore guy comes up and he's like Sure, brother. I need your help. And he takes him to a classroom and he shows the mess he's created. Are you going to watch it right now?
1: No, I'm just looking. I'm trying to see like a screenshot just to get...
0: Okay. He's fucked up the classroom. Like he's torn stuff off the walls. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. and, and, oh my God. I can't remember. I can't believe you didn't remember this one. It's... Okay. I think it's the last... Yes. It's the end of an episode... And also in the episode is Jell Utah, Pacific Proposal Park. Mm, maybe another I'm literally, one.
1: I'm looking it up on Netflix right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the one before the wedding one, the one before the volcano one,
1: which oh, okay. I
0: think is episode four. A- end of episode four, I think is where it is. End of episode four, guess. got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, it isn't. Hold on. Hold on hold on listeners. It's gonna take a bit <laughs> I don't have to watch the whole thing I just need to be reminded. I don't remember this episode at all
0: you don't remember Maybe Gel-Utol? I skipped
1: over this no I don't know. Okay, not do you- okay. familiar whatsoever okay
0: pause your thing <laughs> okay there also in the episode there's the jelu tall which is a yeah. pill that's like for hair loss and then there's a guy who's like what are you guys talking about? Another? No, I
1: don't think I did. I'm looking through it now. I did not watch this episode. Okay, so
0: you that. skipped an episode. Okay, that one's that one's got some good stuff. Um, then I won't. I'll try, I'll try not to talk too much about it. Um, for shirt brother, I like how. Um, uh, I didn't write enough notes for this one. I really like when it it ends with a song, and a lot of the uh, episodes end with a song because it gets to like like the The last sketch is always longer, I've realized. yeah, And it usually ends on like a more interesting, sometimes more heartfelt note, which is kind of fun to lead into the credits. And so it ends with like, it reminded me a lot of Beef, actually, which also was a Netflix series, because they always ended with like 2000 songs. And it sounds kind of like it. And it's very like, like Tim Robbins is like smiling and is like, yeah, I did good. And it's playing kind of like that, not punk rock. I don't know, something like that, kind of like alt rock, kind of like angsty rock kind of like thing. And he's bars. like, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, and it sounds very like two thousands. And meanwhile, the detective Crashmore guy is like, like he's gone too far, and and he's yeah. like, like there's a line where he says like, it's too late for me, <laughs> go save yourself. And he's like <laughs> running down the hallway in slow motion to like make it for the kid's final like rap moment. It's it's a fun one. Uh, but you have not seen that episode. That's crazy. That's so is, weird. Uh, cause
1: I, I watched it on Netflix yeah. and just like had the autoplay on. You know, okay. I was watching this uh, during one of my sleep-deprived bouts, so maybe like mm. I fell asleep for an episode and just did like
0: uh, what the hell? Maybe that's bizarre. <laughs>
1: cause I, cause I can I can remember the episode right after, and I think I remember the episode right before. So I don't know why this one.
0: That's really I've had something before where. If I turn my TV off, sometimes Apple TV will keep playing. And so I've had it where oh. it'll autoplay because I don't leave Netflix. And yeah. the TV is off, but the thing keeps playing. So I've I've come back the next day and been like, I don't remember this episode. What happened? And it has played an episode, and I'm...
1: I think that's what it was. It skipped an episode for me. Yeah, so I didn't see, I didn't see episode four.
0: That's crazy.
1: But it... In skimming through episode three, I was reminded of another one that I thought was funny, which is the, the silent performer one, which I think is like, that's just a very, that's a very funny premise. I don't have that much to say about that one other than,
0: (laughs) forget what the guy says, but the guy who's outside in line with the wild eyes, who's like, we're gonna fuck with you so bad.
1: (laughs) That's also, that's just a classic one of just, uh, Tim Robinson yelling Dudwell, like, where, like, that's. Like that's a big a big chunk of it is just Tim Robinson yelling, but and it's done really well. Um,
0: but also, so I, I do like but that, that one. More. That one is actually mostly other people yelling at him, which is not usual. Usually, people yeah, are yelling yeah. at his level. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I like the change. That's
1: true. That is true. Yeah, he's usually the most absurd person, and it is funny when like there's also another. Like, very absurd. They're like, when it's not just absurd guy with normal people, but it's just a bunch of absurd people, that is an interesting change-up.
0: There's some really good ones where he's the straight man. I think he's, a, yeah. he's a, as good a straight man as he is the the weird, goofy guy. Yeah. Um, what is okay, Draven's
1: Tasty Time vids?
0: <laughs> what? That sounds familiar, I'm not, I'm, but...
1: I'm now looking oh. at the descriptions just to see...
0: Tasty Time Vids is the one with Frankenstein's chick. And it's like the campaign office? Jesus Christ, David. <laughs> this is crazy. That's the very last sketch. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's a
1: good one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Before I'm, I. don't want to. I don't want to step on the. You said there's one that's your favorite, right? Do you know what oh, it yeah, is? Oh, the, yeah.
1: The one that's my favorite is the one of. I. Well. I think the wedding one might be my favorite, but one of the ones I also definitely love is the. I just don't want to take um, it. It's the Jason Schwartzman one,
0: okay, I, I will like, take that one. Okay, that's fine. Because okay. I
1: think that's hilarious. But what were, what were you to say?
0: Well, I we can keep going like as far as we want. Like I got a bunch. Um, driving crooner, very yeah funny. yeah yeah. That's a great when one. When he yeah. starts <laughs> when he starts making the face. Yeah. I also like that. Like they don't describe it at first and you're like why is he doing that and you just think he's a weirdo <laughs> yeah. doing it i mean he it's, is no but... it's legitimately, it's
1: a good filmmaking moment where it's showing it from the the first shot we see him and cuts off the thing so it's like what the fuck is he doing let's <laughs> <laughs> see it perspective. it's also it's also one of the sketches where what i like about the show is that if you have this premise and he says something like they're after me they're going to fucking get me you don't know if that's real or not because the show could do mm. either. Or like, there's a yeah, version yeah, of the yeah. sketch in the same show where they would make us that no one is after him and he just believes that, and he'd be like, "Fuck!" Nice. Yeah, but then <laughs> it's funny that they they take it in the direction of like the frat guys are like. You, we're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, driving Crooner. <laughs> like he calls him that too, <laughs> which also kind of like <laughs> like accepts the, like, the validity <laughs> yeah. of it. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's, invalid, he's like, invalidated. Yeah, you're the driving Crooner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. And his then, problem is like. His problem is not in accepting the reality of driving cruder. He ex- fully accepts it, but is morally opposed to it. Which is, like, that's <laughs> <a funny one. laughs>
0: we're overanalyzing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then that's that's another example of one where, and it's an early example where the this is the end of episode one where the ending features a twist where he's like. A fish saved me. I fell in a river and a fish saved my life. God kept me on this earth to be the driving crooner. And I didn't buy into it the first time. But the second time when he starts talking about the fish, I did find it funny. I was like, actually, this does work because it circles back. It's relevant. And it's it adds to the absurdity of the situation that he feels he's yeah. this is his god given path to be yeah. the driving crooner, which is nothing. <laughs> it's not anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does that? Me? <laughs> like, it's not like you can't make money off of it, and it's not like, like it's not a career. It's not. It's just like something he has to do, which is really funny. I also think the, Actually, the build up, the build up mm-hmm. of that one is really funny too, where it's like because he offers he it starts off really innocuous like he's just offering like yeah i can drive you like if you're if you're ever drunk just let me know if you ever need a ride (laughs) it's like you know it's like you know it's gonna be something but just like the anticipation of yeah it's
0: great it's actually made me realize one of the themes that we are gonna get into but I'll, i'll hold off on that while we keep throwing praise at this season what's uh what's another sketch you like
1: yeah, so the one that, one of the ones I really love is the one where Jason Schwartzman is at a party, and so is Tim Robinson, and Jason Schwartzman is, like, he can't st- stop talking about his kids, and this is, like, this is a classic Tim Robinson sketch, where <laughs> yeah. Tim Robinson's character just takes something too literally, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jason, Jason Schwartzman's character says, um, uh, he's like, dude, if any of you, if any of you catch me talking about my kids, like, don't let me, and then Tim Robinson's like, okay. I won't. <laughs> I'll, I'll <pay> for <laughs> <you so. laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And there's an awkward interaction. And yeah, so the sketch evolves into like i love what i love most about it is that there's the second wrinkle of everything that tim robinson is doing but it's like a very successful hit at the like i like that there are two jokes going on where like it becomes a stressful situation for tim too because everyone at the party's like what's the next thing we're doing and then like some of the funniest (laughs) parts are when they're like um i can i can like stand on the wall like that's something like what's the next thing and they're like throwing out
2: ideas
1: and so i like that it flips where it's like Jason. Schwartzman character has to save Tim Robinson from the social situation. It's like, it's I think that's a really funny and like cleverly like wound one. It's like a it's almost like a Seinfeld scenario that would like that would happen. Like
0: maybe yeah
1: yeah (laughs) yeah, that like you know what I mean where it's like it starts with one thing and like because a character just gets himself involved like it becomes this Mm -hmm. whole other absurd thing and the two things weave together. It's a bit of a stretch, but yeah. It's just like you usually don't see like it's two different joke lines that are just like intertwining, and it's a funny thing. It was
0: it was very different for, for yeah. the usual. I think you should leave. Um, I just yeah, his trail of friends is so funny, and it's probably funnier <laughs> than anything Jason Schwartzman is doing. He he does play the straight man, so when the the friends, it's it's such a great group of like the kind of like people who are looking for the the leader. And then when yeah. they found the leader, it's like like ducklings who have imprinted, and yeah. they also act like children, and they're like their their children impressions are so good because w- one of them is like, I think he says something like, "It was my birthday," something. I don't I don't. Know. Someone mentions it was their birthday, and then down oh, yeah. the line, every one of them feels the need to contribute. Kids talk <laughs> like this, and one of them is like. Yeah. It was my brother's birthday. Like my brother just turned forty-five, and 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 Tim Robinson's face when the guy says it, he's like, so and like like his face is like, what is how is what is the relevancy? And the next guy is like, I I turn my birthday's in ten days, and then he starts dancing. And I'm like, that's what kids, that's what kids do. Um, and yeah. So that 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 one what,
1: might be my favorite of the season
0: oh right there was there's more because that that's another one with a last minute twist i was just looking at my notes it's it's one where he's like i feel bad about animals because my son killed godzilla (laughs) the gorilla (laughs) (laughs) it's the line it's the line where he says he's like if you like the gorilla so much why did he kill him and he's like I guess he was such a big fan, he wanted to own his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I I died when Man. I
1: did that line.
0: So I think so you should good. leave. The writers have such a knack for creating, like, unforgettable, very specific, wor- specifically worded lines. They're very yeah. good at it. Um, yeah, I think, that's, such okay, a, here, that's
1: such a funny throwaway. Like, yeah. That's very okay that's a common have, trend I, in this show
0: yeah yeah i have a classic one summer summer love uh with starring the girl who was this is maybe niche but the girl is from the flash did you were you watching the show when she was on uh
1: I, I watched like the first three seasons of the show i think
0: okay she was she was late flash she was the daughter of barry allen and iris from the future. Oh, okay so, i remember so seeing was, that
1: a little bit yeah
0: okay so it was weird seeing her i was like oh i know you but anyways, Summer Love, and this is funnier than almost anything else in the sketch, but someone pointed out that in the description, the audio description of the show, they say it's 24 guys start at the competition, and when yeah. the sketch starts, there are 12. Ronnie has outlasted <laughs> half of the competition <laughs> despite being obsessed with the zipline.
1: <laughs> also, this, this the cutaway of we first see the zipline thing where they accuse him of like you just want the zipline and he's like what and then it cuts away <laughs> to him doing it and then when it cuts back the the second time it cuts back it does it in like such a like more rapid way and the cut mm. is fucking hilarious i wish i could remember what the exact build up to it is but just like the second time it cuts to a ziplining is so funny
0: just like have the power of editing i have a good cut one later but um this, oh, the the part where he is, where they're like, Ronnie, you, 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 and when you were reprimanded for not coming to dinner, you would eat dinner really quickly and say you had to go. And uh, there was a really great line, and I have to remember what it was. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. So she, she's like, you ate as fast as you could when you went to dinner. And so he's like like scarfing food down his mouth and the guy across from him is asking a genuine question he's like so how's your relationship with like megan like how's it going yeah. and he's like good and just like, <laughs> he's like good." and then stands out <laughs> the the chair scrapes on the patio which is like that's such a great detail uh, i also also like how it comes back in a later episode like several episodes later they do a, a remembering ronnie little mini sketch did you see this one or was this in the one you missed uh i might have missed this it's a it's a mini one where it's just a compilation of him using the zipline to like (laughs) an electric guitar riff it's it's very good oh i did miss it
1: yeah i'm looking at the descriptions now yeah it's in episode four and i
0: missed it yeah and it's like (laughs) the way like it, it matches up the guitar sounds like it goes like do, 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 kind of thing while he's like doing the little leg kicks while he's yeah. on the zipline <laughs> and it's going like reverse and stuff oh it's great um okay. do you have any other ones that you liked from this season
1: i think those are the main standouts for me this season i also i like the beginning of the banana breath thing because i actually think that 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 actress sells it really well and it, like she, i, I think it's good. it's just huh. The, like the specific way of just like how proud of herself she is i think that's very funny i think that one tapers out and becomes less funny but yeah i agree think the beginning of the beginning of that i think is very funny
0: and i think it's also the the editing where you see her like replaying the event in her mind and it's like all glowy and ethereal is yeah. very funny <laughs> yeah. um i guess i have some like honorable mentions the volcano one is one that i wanted to talk about actually so it's it's uh, he's he's seeing the world different, and he's getting encouraged. And he's like, like his reaction is like, "What the hell?" And he <laughs> says it like that every time. <laughs> what the hell? And it's when and it, you so we're set up to
1: believe that he is in fact lying. Like it, it seems like he's yeah. just like he got a little bit retentions. of attention, and now he's yeah. like, yeah, he's pl- He's doing too much now which is also like that's a common thing across the show where it's like you're giving a little and you're taking a lot yeah
0: yeah and i like i like two things one that she puts her hand on his hand at the end and she sees the world exactly as he sees it and it's it's another one where it's like nope he was right the whole time which is a nice subversion on it and the the little pimp on the table is great um one other thing this is the editing thing i was going to mention is we see twice him go after... So first it starts with the sound. Then twice we see him look at something on the table and go, what the hell? And it's like a marker, it's a pen. And then third time, the camera is on somebody else and we hear, what the hell, off screen? (laughs) And then it cuts to his reaction. That's a really good cut. Because we know exactly what it's going to look like and then we see the face and it's, it's great. Yeah um other good moments the vr i think is really clever when he can't when he can't breathe and it's like uh what does he say he's like how do we move our bodies ever and he just like yeah
2: Yeah. uh
0: the egg one is pretty good one egg was 40 oh yeah oh yeah
1: I also just love. I love the beginning of that when like the guy's talking to him and he's like, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, and he's like just clicking like the cutaways to him on the computer like clicking the egg
0: <laughs> And it's that one's really like I don't know about you, but like that harkens back for me to middle school and like all the internet games. Like like I'm sure that oh, yeah. was that one was of them was like... literally
1: called Egg Inc. and it was like a similar premise. Really, it was like it was like. Do you remember Cookie Clickers?
0: I was thinking Cookie Clickers is the one that but I thought this was. There was one called
1: of. Egg Inc. that was essentially Cookie Clickers, but just with a more appealing yeah. interface, pretty much. And like you just like, you I forgot exactly what it was, but you just like had chickens and you like you were getting. You feed like
0: this weird egg guy eggs, and like the amount of eggs don't correlate <laughs> to the number of eggs. No, it then you buy some like eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another good one is oh, I just lost it. Is the pig one? Man, when the monster first showed up, like, it actually... Comes oh,
2: yeah. First
0: that off. was so funny. <laughs> was that, <laughs> I couldn't tell. Was that stop motion or was that a real guy in a costume? I, I couldn't know, tell.
1: It's like, and then this thing shows up. You don't want <laughs> that thing here.
0: <laughs> It, it I love the aesthetic of the thing. It looks like it's stop motion even if yeah, it isn't. Yeah, because it looks like and
1: horrifying. Then,
0: <laughs> it's really quite awful to look at. And like, just like the details are like completely random, like three different things constantly throwing new things. This is one yeah. where it works because every second there's a new idea. So he's like, you can't sleep because your wife was like flipped over 40 times by this swing dancer guy at the wedding. Um, yeah. Then there's the the angry neighbor, there's, um, uh, uh, oh, and then, like, for, for about 50 seconds, you think you're going to die, and you're relieved because you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Do you know how <laughs> fucked that is? That you're relieved you're going to die, that you don't have to go to work tomorrow? Oh, that's yeah. great.
1: Well, and um, I will say, another common theme is, like, playing on like mundane anxieties like that of like work-life yeah. divide and stuff like that but putting it in like the most absurd it's putting it in such an absurd situation where it's not even clear that that's the point sometimes like like where it just feels like which i think is great like it feels it, mm-hmm. it's like a because that that's like a common source of comedy but like to take it in that direction yeah. i think it's really fresh and fun
0: yeah absolutely uh last one i have is heart monitor i really like Tim Heidecker, Um, so seeing him, he's he's been in every one of the seasons. He always has one sketch, Um, and when he's like when he's going around Haunted House Club and he's like tapping all the things to see if they're fake, (laughs) the shape he makes with his hands when he's tapping on one thing is so funny. They're like the fingers are bent back. It looks like Laura Dern's Grinch clap, like it's this. Yeah, I'm showing Aiden, and he's like tapping on the things to see if it's fake and the ending is so great that's the one where it really sticks the landing where guys attention everyone all clubs are closed the deck at club aqua has collapsed is anyone okay kim kardashian lost her head <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> hard cut the end yeah that's, uh, great. that's great so new question who are your some of your favorite guest stars that feature in the mythos of this show uh-
1: I think like every time Patty Harrison is on it, like she's the one that sticks she's out in so my great. head where like all, all of her sketches, I think are very funny between the one this season to the like dragon's den or shark tank. If you're nasty, yes. Uh, thing where she's like i got all my money from what, what is it she's like hit by a car from
0: or? from no from getting sewn into the charlie brown pants the <laughs> charlie brown <laughs> balloon at <and> the macy's <laughs> thanksgiving day parade it's like i, I don't, don't like bald I, I, boys I, I have
1: i have so much fucking i have so much fucking wine that my mouth is fucking purple
0: and my pee is I am, purple
1: <laughs> i'm never gonna make any more money it's simply just gonna go down until i die Unless you unless you change that. Like, that's funny. And then also, yeah. like, one of my all-time favorite I think you should leave sketches is the tables one. Where she's like, yeah. Yeah. oh, no, my tables. And she's just, like, freaking out about the
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, but we can
1: talk about that sketch more because that's one of my favorite ones.
0: Yeah. She's definitely a highlight. Uh, like I said, yeah. Tim Heidecker is nice to see. But that's mostly because I know him from... Um, the on cinema at the cinema sketch thing he does specifically the season called the trial. I recommended this one time. That's the, that's the show where it's usually like this, like they're talking about movies, but the whole thing is a farce where they're just actually like, it's about the characters and they're doing fake reviews to reveal, to build a world. Right. And then season seven is a, like what looks like a legitimate trial where he is on trial for oh, I've heard about having this. Yeah, killed yeah. people at this, like, <laughs> yeah. music festival. And, yeah. then tr- like, it's 100% serious. And yeah. the judge is, I don't know if you remember this, he is in one of the sketches from season one. He is Dr. Skull from the babies competition, where, the like, it's three babies. Oh, yeah. He's the pediatrician. And so oh, he okay. plays the judge in the seat. He's so good as the judge. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Tim Heidecker's great. Sam Richardson, constant highlight. He's always doing the talk show guy. He's oh, he's the okay, baby yeah, guy. Yeah. Pacific. Park, oh yeah which yeah, you yeah. He,
1: he he's the buff the buff baby. Little buff, buff boys. Yeah. Little yes. buff
0: boys. Yeah yeah. Yeah. I think those are. Mu- it's really him and Patty Harrison are the two for sure highlights, and then Tim Heidecker I right threw in there. But um, yeah. was there any like really special guests that you like from this one? Like who from only did one and done
1: uh or just in general um i think the the andy sandberg one i think is funny enough i think he, he does a good job that now. one's
0: really good tim um, meadows is good from this season
1: yeah tim meadows we, yeah tim we, meadows we is really really funny yeah f- oh fred in this se- season i think fred armison is super funny i i do like the sketch that he's in this season too though like just the cutaway of like what do you what do you, when he starts punching the kid and the the setup of like setting it up as like he's he thinks that he's gonna convince the kids it's real like that yeah that's a great one and he's really funny in that so yeah fred Armisen as well
0: i really like if we're talking generally steven uen steven yun's um season one episode one do you remember this one the the one with the this small slice the gift receipt he he's like the guy with the gift receipt in season one episode one the very end anyways that's a that's like a perfect pilot like i think every sketch of that one is so good <clears throat> yeah. for a season that's kind of like middling but uh and i think like he's, he's he plays the straight man in that one he's really good um next question is what is your favorite season or how would you rank the seasons i think i feel like we're gonna mostly agree on this
1: Yeah, season two is my favorite one for sure. I don't know if I remember season one enough, not because it's bad or because it's forgettable, but just because it's just been so long since I've watched this one. Um, And then there's also, like, recency bias with season three. So I don't really know. I mean, like, the hot dog one is obviously a classic. That's from season one. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at which ones are in season one at this point. Um, I
0: have a list of some of my favorites, so I can go through those. Sure, It starts off uh Very, uh, mm, I don't. I don't know if it's the first one, but the Turbo Time one with the two exterminators. Yeah, yeah. Who you know what? I've never liked
1: better. that one as much as other people do.
0: I find it pretty funny. The baby competition. I hope you fucking die. Do you remember the audience member who says, "I hope you fucking <laughs> die to like a baby"? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, and and when it starts doing the in in memoriam for the the and it's like calm down they were adults when they died and then it's like describing how they died car crash smashed by a dump truck a drunk dump truck driver
1: (laughs) yeah oh is oh is the one where they're in the music studio in season one where the guy starts talking about skeletons
0: yes yes it, the that bones is, are their money per, that
1: is perchance my favorite sketch in the entire show i think like, really? that one is hysterical it's <laughs> like the details in the song i don't i don't know if we want to talk about that in the next part but like yeah i guess maybe just because of that sketch i have to put season one as my number two and then season three because i like I, I love that one
0: to answer my own question i'll and then we can get into the the our favorite sketches of all time I would say that I actually do think that season three is better. I think it's more mm. consistently better, where season one has a lot of low points, despite having some very classic highs. And also, I think the filmmaking is definitely not as strong in the first one. I noti- I don't know if it was just what I was watching on, but I noticed the color correction was really off. And like... Mm the reds were too much like like people's like skin tone like the reds like their lips were really red oh, it was gross i don't like looking at it um so i yeah i think i think season two easily undeniably the best um but yeah let's talk about we can so we can talk more about uh the bones are their money sketch if you have something else to say about that
1: i fucking love i love that sketch so much and for a multitude (laughs) of reasons i like that like there's a good amount of setup like the joke doesn't come in in that sketch for like a solid like a minute. Yeah. Like, and and I think that's great, like just building up the anticipation, and also like the little looks that Tim Robinson is giving, um, like the thing. Just to, so to give context to describe the sketch, so it's like this kind of like folk country band or whatever that's like in a recording studio. It's it's
0: clearly Johnny Cash or like Elvis, yeah, 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 like yeah. like that's that's who they're trying to emulate, and it's like it's his yeah turn from like like doing what people want and they don't want it anymore the gospel and he's like you know what i'm gonna try something new. yeah
1: so yeah they play a song and the the record people are like oh it's just people don't like that and then he's like the main singer is like all right guys he, like he turns to his band and he's like okay follow my lead and they start singing this <laughs> other one and, and it's this like it starts out of this like like folk whatever i don't know what the genre is but he's talking about like And then, good old Lee Richards shot me down. Like it's about the day that's the way that the day that someone shot him, and Tim Robinson's character trying to improv along with this. He's like, and it's also the day that the skeletons came to life. The bones are their money. The worms are their dollars. (laughs) It's like, like it's like the specific details that he says about like. He's like, they come to pull your hair up, but not out. Out, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's, there's a moment where he says, um, he says that both, he says, like, two things are muddy, and then he corrects himself the next time it comes back, where he's like, the bones are their dollars, the worms are also yeah. their money. Like, he, like, has to clarify yeah. it, because <laughs> <surprised>. <laughs> like, no, I think like that one is so fucking funny, and it's just, yeah, that one gets me every single
0: time. That one's a very good one. Uh, season one highlights. Uh, I mentioned the hot dog one. That one's great. That one's become yeah. a meme too, and I think that one just like culturally, people are very familiar with it. Um, but like rewatching that one, still just as strong. Just like him yeah. being like, <clears throat> yeah, who did this? And then being like, <laughs> like they're like. Dude, you're dressed like a hot dog, and he goes, So is he, and it cuts to a guy wearing a suit that is like hot dog colors, and he looks and he's like, Oh fuck, I am. Like he didn't realize his suit was like the hot dog colors. That's a really smart detail to add that I I forgot about, so I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um I'm trying
1: to think of what
0: are the
1: other great ones this one. We were saying the Andy Samberg one is funny when the yes, like chunky the, the mascot that keeps going up fucking with them yeah that's a great one. It's, it's you have
0: to find you have to figure out what chunky does before you come out. He's like breaking the guy's laptop. Andy Samberg's great as the straight guy in that one where he's like, yeah. "Come on, man, stop! Um, Don't swear! You can't move! You can't move your mouth!" I don't know, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a funny one. What else, what else, what else? I'm trying to think of what other this, ones are great
1: from season one.
0: There's also This is also the season with the old guy in the Ford Focus group who's like, the steering wheel uh, should not uh, fly off. And he's like the Italian <laughs> guy. He was yeah, an yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He didn't come yeah.
0: back. <laughs> Crazy. The uh, steering wheel should not have uh, come off. Yeah. he's like, aha, now I'm the most popular. <laughs> like he's, he's in competition yeah. with this other guy. Um, and it works. And like it, he's
1: right. Like, he's yes, like, yeah. like he wins.
0: And he's like flipping the water bottle too. That's a that's a time capsule, if anything. Yeah. Um, last one I would say from this one is, from season one at least, is the, the eating the receipt one. So do you really not remember this? I don't remember this at all. Okay, I'll describe it to you. So it's a birthday party. It's Stephen Yun's birthday. And he's getting Stephen Yun.
1: You keep saying Yuan. I think it's Yun.
0: Well, cause I don't know what it is, and you keep correcting me. Yun? I think it's Yun. Yun? Okay. So Stephen Yun, it's his birthday, and he Tim Robinson like gives him a gift and he's like, Oh, thanks, man. And and he's like, Yeah, he liked it. And he's like so like, if you liked it so much, can I get the gift receipt back? And he's like, um, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, that sounds okay. familiar. And yeah. he's, and he's like, okay, well, if you like it so much, like, you wouldn't mind if I ate it, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, man, go ahead, you can eat the receipt. And he eats it. Then he gets sick. And he's like, oh, <laughs> did you not? Do you? I think you you had some. What do oh, you? He says, I think you got some mud pie on the receipt because you didn't use a big enough slice. I love the... the, the, This is one where the word choice is so specific that it sells it. So he says, mud pie. He never says, like, poop or, like, shit. He always says mud pie. So... Mud Pie, he says, a slice of toilet paper, which is just something that makes that I think is so funny. <laughs> Instead of a piece of toilet paper, it's a slice. Yeah. So he didn't use a big enough slice. And I love, he uses the word qualms, which is just so great. He's like, then you wouldn't have any qualms if I ate it, would you? Um, and then, of course, then they do the whole test to see if, if, the, if he did wash his hands or something. Uh, so... Yeah, that's the, those are the ones I'd say are the highlights of season. I just one. I just
1: remembered another one from season one actually that I really like, and this is just like yeah. this is a simple one, but it's one where like they're sitting in the office and everyone's like putting on YouTube videos, and Tim's yeah. character doesn't have one to show. And I think it cuts away from the sketch, then comes back yeah, to it later. It does. Where he's where he's like, he's like, yeah, look up uh, Bozo the Clown dub.
0: Dub- <laughs> like dubbed, Dubbed really, over.
1: Yeah, it's like this really funny video. There's <laughs> yeah. like one view on it, and he clearly made it. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was hilarious.
0: <laughs> and the stuff he's saying is very Tim Robinson too. He's like, what the fuck is this, a clown pewter? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck
1: when, when he's trying he's like trying too hard to sell it too yeah it's like yeah. what uh-huh. this is such a weird video right guys <laughs> yeah. uh
0: okay let's let's move on to season two some of the best yeah. ones of season two um we've already talked about that one I think so maybe I, I can
1: talk about w- the one w- that took over a significant portion of my speech for a while which was I think I it's have, one of the yeah. in- it's one of the intro sketches where all the people are sitting at a restaurant with their former college professor. Uh, and, the, oh, and they're yes, talking about is. like, like how much, how much like, Oh yeah. You were like really inspiring. And then they go on to talk about their lives. And then like the setup to it, where the college professor at first, at first gets his food and he's like, Oh, you had the burger. Oh, I should have gotten that. And everyone's like, that oh, oh, so oh. good. <laughs> and then that's because he'll just cut you off and be like, give me that i'm joking i'm joking
0: I'm joking. <laughs> the gimme that is so yeah. funny every time give me that
1: i'm, I'm joking. joking i'm, I'm joking, joking. <laughs> yeah i was saying that for a good like two months i'm just like you I'm still say hey, it
0: you I'm say joking. it all the time it has really become part of your lexicon uh but it is it is a very funny sketch um and there's like, like it also ends in a way that I didn't remember. He's like, he's like making it into a sad story. He's like, yeah, I have to go own my wife or no, I don't, I don't want you guys to think that I like take people's food like a kid because every night I don't want my wife to get arrested Because every right. night i'm he's eating trying to her black. out and they're all like oh man like,
1: <laughs> and he's cr- also trying uh, he goes to try to like blackmail them all
0: <laughs> yeah try to
1: like lure them into saying something
0: yeah he's like yeah. say you're gonna kill the president <laughs> and they're like what no <laughs> um yeah. that's yeah that's a really good one i think maybe one of my favorite sketches of the whole series yeah. is in season two and it's the sloppy steaks one that one's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a classic <laughs> So like yeah. like it starts off with a i used to be a huge piece of shit and <laughs> yeah. like like the emphasis on that and that it's a baby is very funny um his choice of words again comes up i don't give a rat's ass if he thinks i can't change um uh and then when yeah when he's like <laughs> he's talking to someone else I'm worried the baby thinks that people can't change. <laughs> 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 like, like he's actually like concerned about that. And then you yeah. just, you do the it's another one, it's another sketch that is the end of an episode and it ends with like a more serious moment. Music starts playing and it's like one of those like Kanye West auto-tune interludes like sure. uh, yeah, 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 like a <laughs> weird kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like Like, we see what the sloppy steaks are. Again, a sketch where something is set up, we're told about it, and then we see it, and it's just as funny as you could have imagined, if not more. (laughs) (laughs) They're pouring water over the steaks. Then they're on the beach, and the baby is sitting there. (laughs) Great capper to a great sketch. All-time sketch. What is another great sketch from season two, Aiden?
1: Uh, Yeah, another one of my favorite ones is the ghost tour one. This is also another one that, like, ends the sketch, and I think this is one that escalates in a really funny way, where he's, Mm -hmm. like, the, like, it's another one where it's, like, an innocuous thing that Tim's character just took too seriously, and, like, too literally, and, like, didn't know the bounds of it so, so it's like the ghost tour where they're on they're t- touring this haunted house and the guide is like and this is the adult tour so you know what that means we can say whatever the hell we want or whatever it is and everyone like chuckles <laughs> <and> they're like ah, <laughs> and, like, uh, and then tim Robinson's like oh nice yeah uh fucking horse cock yeah
0: <laughs> big fat load of cum
1: <laughs> and i like how it escalates into him like having like a nervous breakdown and be like I'm trying to understand you. You're saying we can swear. You can say we can say whatever you want. And I'm saying big fat horse loads. And you're getting mad. Do you see where there's like a disconnect here? Somewhere along the way, our wires got crossed. Or
0: <laughs> it's it's <coughs> the tearful delivery of that line that kills me every time. Yeah. He's like, somewhere... I think our wires got crossed. And he's just like (laughs) so confused. He doesn't understand. It's great. Um, Yeah. what a sad ending.
1: Yeah. How genuine it is. Like he just, he just wants like friends. It's like that same core premise of like a guy who just wants to fit in, but like is, is not capable of it. Like he just doesn't get it.
0: And that one is emphasized because his mom comes to pick him up and she's like, did you make any friends? <laughs> and like, re- and he's like, not really, Mom. Um, uh, another one I really like is the fedora with the safari flaps. That one's <laughs> that one's a really good one, <clears throat> and it's really unique because it is, I think, one of the only sketches where it's almost entirely narration, and it's like, yeah. and it's like, like the format is very different. So it's all like a lawyer. A lawyer reading out text messages and she's doing everyone's line in the flashback that is happening like intercut with the court case. And so we see like she's reading out typing and also like doing them like people are moving their mouths. So funny. And the Safari Flaps thing is the reveal of that is great. Like, we see her reading the thing, and then it rack-focuses to him in, in the background, like, <laughs> sitting in in the audience of the court. And he goes, what the hell? Like, he didn't know he was going to get called out like this. It's <laughs> also, like, it's fighting. really
1: funny, doesn't he, like, he does something with, like, dice, right? Where he, like, drops it yeah. and tries to, like, pit it on someone else or whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, they add a new wrinkle where he's like, oh, yeah, did you see he's got dice in his pocket? And then he takes the dice very subtly out of his pocket in the courtroom and puts them on the floor. He tries to, like, kick him over to his neighbor, and the neighbor's, like, fighting him over the dice. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have any yeah. other favorites of uh, a good old season two?
1: I certainly do. I mean, well, there's the, there's the tables one where it's the driver's ed instructional right. video. Where it cuts it, that one has one of my favorite lines. Where near the end of the show, where it's like when she gets into a car accident with the guy, and it's like like a sh- clearly like the fact that it's like a shitty home video thing that helps, mm-hmm. and that it's like a guy who's purposely not acting well. and He's like, this is the worst day of my fucking life.
0: No, no, no. He says, he says, this is the angriest I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's so funny I, she's got some other good line where she's like they're so dirty yeah. and she's just like yeah. what is her job her job is tables get over it yeah. um, I, was, I just I think like, it's really funny
1: how like whiny she gets in that one too
0: yeah absolutely yeah. Um, I'll just kind of the other ones are, are also very good so I'll just kind of breeze by them Corn TV with the coffin flop show yeah. it's just shit wood and corpses hidden pavement uh, that's good um, the prank show where there's, there's too much shit on me and and i don't i don't want to i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> he just gets so depressed under you know, all the makeup. I love when
1: it becomes like completely quiet it's like i don't know if, like like i don't know if i like have a place like in life like like how like he can't he's saying it like such a realistic way like the guy can't yeah. outright admit it like that's like instead of just being like I want to kill myself like he just he's being like I don't know if like there's any place for me a- anywhere
0: I don't want to <laughs> be here anymore <laughs> and then <and> the guy <laughs> the guy's like okay like should we keep doing the show and then, I forget how it ends but there's like a twist at the end where he's like I don't know, like maybe we should keep doing it and the guys like just get so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, this is also what, the one with Little Buff Boys and yeah. who, with Troll Boy. What a crop. What a crop.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Dan Flashes. The, co- the oh. pattern so complicated. Yeah.
1: Also, I love the one where it's uh the guy who's like, it's like a boys' night out and then he like, in an attempt to fit in, he's like, yeah, that's like my wife. And then he like steps away and he's like, and he like goes through a flashback of like how supportive and like great his relationship with his wife is and he's
0: just like It's, it's Paul Walter Hauser too. I d
1: I didn't mean that guys. I love my wife.
0: That my favorite part of that sketch is when he's like, I'm sorry guys, I have to go home, I can't stay and they go why we you're not gonna stay over and it pans quickly into a sleepover setup and they're like grown <laughs> adults and they're gonna have a sleepover and it's a mostly a visual camera gag that i it yeah. really sold that one for me um i also like bob odenkirk has a good guest role in that one where he's like. oh really i'm, I'm not a fan like, of that one i i just really like bob odenkirk yeah. and it gets really sad about his character Unlike usually yeah. it's sad about Tim Robinson's character. And and yeah, he's just like picking up on the specific things like I have a wife and she was from a poster and she has she has to marry me. And like yeah, it just goes crazy. Yeah. Uh I guess I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention the hot dog sleeve. I was trying to eat the hot dog <laughs> yeah. sleeve. Yeah. yeah. You can't <laughs> skip lunch. You can't do that. So can't Aiden, you had Oh, sorry. Is there any other sketches no. you want to? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking through because I feel like there are definitely more that I like. I like the credit card roulette one where he like he like immediately I... gets picked and then he freaks the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> I,
0: I hate that one only because it's too real, and I'm like like that one where he's just like I'm not paying it, and I'm like that's like. Like, it's just, it's too <laughs> awkward that I'm like, like, I, I have to remove myself from this situation, me, myself, watching this.
1: I think mean, that was so funny. <laughs> like, how quickly, like, how quickly he turns. Yeah. It's, no, it's really.
0: immediate. Like, he's, yeah. I'm not paying him. And, and he <laughs> just drops. Yeah. It does uh, I'm
1: that.
0: all out. So, if you have any other ones, I'll hear them.
1: Uh... No, those are those are the main ones that I really love.
0: Okay, uh, so you you had a proposition. You wanted to do an analysis of this sketch So three seasons in. You want to ask a you you propose a question?
1: Yeah, well that that makes it sound like it's more academic than it is. I we've already been doing it a little bit of just like common yeah. themes, like just like what are like like so for example, like it's often a guy who in attempt to fit in like, is given an inch, and then he takes something too literally and overdoes it, and, like, the repercussions of that. And so it's, like, yeah. like building on, like, like the, the premise of the joke, the underlying theme is just, like, trying to fit in and, like, dealing with, like, social interactions, but taking that to an absurd space. And so I was just wondering, like, what are other common themes? And what are also, like, because I feel like there are a few, like, like, um, archetypes for, like, what these things are, like, what what kind of sketches we see. Um, and, yeah, I was wondering if you had any ideas about that.
0: I'll jump in off of that one. So, guys who's trying to fit in and kind of, like, related is what I call the danger of encouragement. And there's one yeah. sketch, I forget I forget which one it is in Season 3, but they literally say it out loud, like, well, you shouldn't, I think maybe it's the volcano yeah. one, where it's, like, it is the volcano like, one. Where she's like, Don't encourage him, like you're you're only gonna make this worse. And I realized like a lot of them are Tim Robinson is has like a weird idea and yeah. it's because people are like, Yeah, this is a good idea that uh not <laughs> <Dork>. that <laughs>
1: Sorry, sorry, popped in my head. Sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> and it's only because people for just a moment are like, Yeah, that's kinda of funny. Like they, they acknowledge him that he then continues doing it
1: yeah yeah no i yeah that's a that's a common staple (laughs) i think that was hilarious yeah and i i do like the variations on like who embraces him and who doesn't like Mm. uh, like guy who if you even broaden it just to like guy who does a weird thing or is put in a weird position like the one where they're on a date and the guy's getting roasted by the guy's getting roasted by (laughs) like the the by, the with bar. the dog ears yeah, yeah. yeah and uh and like i like how in that one it's like you would expect the date to not be on his side considering how he's reacting but i like how the date's like yeah no that is fucked up like the, the, the dates on his side
0: we didn't mention yeah. that one earlier but the twist at the end is very funny where he's like yeah i just i thought it'd be cool to have two girlfriends and it's like yeah. like all the sincerity is gone from like yeah, the rest yeah. you. You're like what he wanted two girlfriends it yeah. kind of plays different in our like, in our society now, where two girlfriends is like, means something a little bit different than it might have ten years ago, like with the mm-hmm. idea of like, polyamory and like non-monogamous sure. relationships. But no, that's not. I, yeah, but it,
1: it's clearly like he's like pulling it out. Like it's not. It's not yeah, the right. Yeah, it wasn't to upfront.
0: That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one I noticed is this is very obvious, but. Uh, breaking down kind of like social etiquette, which is yeah. it's very it's what yes. I like about Curb Your Enthusiasm so much. Um, it's taking and Sideshow, what is like
2: too.
0: yes, yes, and too, yeah. It's taking what is like a generally like accepted social thing and putting it on its head. So from season one, the eating of the gift receipt is like <laughs> yeah. the gift receipt is a weird thing. Like it's like here's a gift, but maybe you don't like it. I don't know. And then it's like, well, if you like it so much, and then how far can we push that? Um, yeah. There was, there's one I didn't mention, but like, the, the. Uh, no, that's not a good one. Uh, let me see what else. Social etiquette. Um, can you think? Of I think. One? I'm trying to look. Well, yeah, I Play, think like some of them forward. are also.
1: It's like playing on like common this again the idea of like playing on common anxieties. But like mm-hmm. taking them to such like an absurd degree, and like, all, like almost like, if it's like you could t- you could take it to like a natural place, like yeah, this is the anxiety about like work and like work life, and like a natural place would be like uh, like a sketch about like the boss breaks into your house or something. I don't know, like something that is more streamlined, but taking it like a sharp right turn on that that almost distracts from the. And underlying thing like with the pig monster in this one there's also like in the in season three as well with the vr one it's like the anxiety about like vr and like it's mm. also anxiety of like what is the human like because it's like are, are we embodied creatures or do we exist in the mind like that's the like that's part of the underlying joke but it takes it in yeah. such like like what <laughs> like, yeah
0: <laughs> um yeah uh there was something that I. This might be a bit of a, a stretch, but like, I thought there was almost like a, a bit of, like, what is real versus what is fake in this season in particular. So sure. like the volcano stuff is all fake stuff. Um, I know you didn't see it, but Utal is fake. Um, yeah. The cardboard cutout of a person is not real. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Just scrolling through. Maybe the pig I don't know. Oh, like VR is fake. Driving crooner. Yeah. Um I don't know. One that okay, I've I have two actual real ones. So one that I've noticed is across every season. There's there's three three at least formats that they're constantly making fun of, and that is um, commercials and yeah. like like products, infomercials, um, reality T V and like Talk, not talk shows, um, like game, like game a, shows.
1: Yeah, game shows. That's what I mean. Yeah,
0: game shows. Yeah. um, and this isn't really a format, but corporate business work that shows yeah. up like that's their bread and butter all the time. is yeah. an office something happening at an office, and it's I realize like all those th- three things are kind of like what most Americans are used to and is like common for most people most people yeah. work in an office I would say most of them experience commercials in reality TV so it's like it's, it's also just something like,
1: that it's it's imagery that like pervades American yeah like like American media and American like consciousness like the when you yeah. think of like it, it's almost like a, and it's like an it kind of is reminiscent of like an older American thing like an older type of like almost like a 1950s era where you go to work and you watch the tv and the you watch the game show at mm. night like maybe not 50s but like that's maybe too old but like and so that's what I, th- I think is and then i think that ties into like the songs that are in the interludes in the episode where it's like these old kind of and it's like this retro yeah. kind of these retro title sequences so it's almost like taking these really ingrained parts of american imagery and like putting them in like a on a and matching them with modern day like absurdism. And I think that that's really fun.
0: And maybe also to add on to that is this like 50s American idealist like picture, a lot of that has to do with social etiquette and following, yeah. abiding by like social rules. And maybe that's kind of like, like, that's where the anxieties stem from is like the repression of weird people behaviors and yeah i guess well, oh god 70 years later in what i you know I'm, i see it as like this is very late capitalist america where especially infomercials and game shows feel very yeah. like like this is what america now looks like with well, technology I, yeah but it's like it's yeah it's like how in the last 70 years like what america kind of represents and what is the imagery of america like you said um yeah. i think also kind of tying into that of like american imagery is a lot especially in this season a lot of the jokes are old stuff like 1930s jokes there's at least yeah. three sketches that <laughs> the ref- old crooner <laughs> old crooner the yeah. charlie chaplin obsessed guy who yeah, does the yeah. silent shows and yeah. the guy who sings dirty songs those are like from the thirties. That's well, I think, that's weird. That well it's a certain so thing of like things.
1: guy who can't cope with like modern day is like a common thing and is like mm-hmm. like and is not able to move on. I think like that's another that's another So thing. he's
0: latching on to the past, to the American past yeah. because he doesn't see a way forward or can't live in this weird yeah. capitalist world. We're really realizing this this silly show. <laughs> it's a sketch show. But I, I, mean, I do think some of that actually. Just, is, I just
1: yeah. think it's fun to talk about. I mean, like what, like yeah. regardless of what the intention is, like it's fun to read it that way, and I, I, think it's there regardless of whether or not it's the intention, and I think that's interesting. And I think Absolutely. it makes it, it, it makes the show stronger if you're playing on like these, if there is actually this common link and you don't realize it, and it's playing on these yeah. commonly, yeah. these commonly. Um, these like well foregrounded ideas that like everyone has kind of swimming in their consciousness I think that that's I think well that's I cool. guess
0: I guess the an example of that I can think of is key and peel I can't even remember if I finished that show but that one is connected through like the black experience in America like most of the sketches revolve around the black identity so I think I think it is good when a sketch show kind of like there is some commonality between sketches and it's not completely random right. it kind of has like a house an in-house flavor you know yeah set, like when you when you watch key and peel when you watch i think you should leave you know what you're gonna get it's yeah. you know i think you should leave it's gonna be you're gonna be in an office you're gonna see a game show you're gonna see an infomercial like that's kind of like to be expected um and you're gonna see a guy over
1: explaining yeah
0: yeah like us uh, yeah. <laughs> do you have any anything else to talk about for the show? No, that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's that's what I got to say about it. We've overstayed our welcome, uh, and we have a segment for some reason. We sure do.
1: Yeah. So, uh, in case you haven't noticed, the podcast is called Predator vs. Movies. We've done the movie uh, slash TV show, it's not part. a
0: movie,
1: <laughs> so not a movie. But now it's time to get into the Predator. We asked the question: Would this movie slash TV show be better? if the predator from the movie predator was in it and i think you absolutely could integrate a multiple, a predator it could in be. multiple different ways like imagine a, like a, a tim robinson sketch that's like a spoof on like an action like an 80s action movie oh my like, god like, yes that'd be, that'd be so funny <laughs> also like, also dealing with like being... american imagery and like the army and stuff.
0: yes like, yes scary. i was thinking about that american imagery and like pop culture it's kind of surprising yeah. they they don't do that so much but i mean that might be a licensing thing and like you don't want to deal with copyright but i think yeah like tim robinson could pretend to be like an 80s action star and like just be so angry Yeah. yeah like it's
1: like he like he like uses the wrong mud to hide himself and he's like I thought you said to use this mud, <laughs> or like something,
0: something like that. Oh man, this is mud pie! You made
1: <laughs> yeah. me—you tricked me into putting mud pie all over myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's better. That's that's better. <laughs> he feels like the like, Troopiers with tricked him into getting mud on himself. Yeah, that's
0: better. We have to hide from the predator. Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely think they could do a thing on that. But uh, do you want to move on? Is that good enough? I think it's good enough. Cool. We have another segment called Predator's Picks. Uh, This is a segment where we talk about the media we've watched, listened to, or read, etc. Aiden, what have you been... uh, Yeah. I I have
1: watched an episode of The Wire, and that's pretty much it. Um, And I think, uh, yeah, this is a great show still. I'm on season four. I passively saw that season five is apparently not as good. Um, oh. but I've heard, I've heard that the reason is cause apparently the ending isn't good. And I find that often, sometimes this is a legitimate criticism, but when people say that about a show that the ending of a series is not good, it's just cause like they wanted something that like paid off all of their, they wanted something that prob like catered to them a little bit more. I mean, that may yeah. sound like a bit of a cynical thing, but something that just pays off everything they want them to pay off instead of being thematically resonant. And I personally, I trust the I trust the wire enough to do something that's thematically resonant and, and sounds good. But yeah, no, where the show's at right now, it's great. Um, continues to be a really good. Its commitment to like realism is really great. It's uh, its ability to show different microcosms of society and how they relate, like the we're at a point now where there is no such wire to be found in the show. Like they're not doing wiretaps just cause it's, they're it's kind of absurd blind? for in the fourth season, if what? they're still trying to, but I think like the wire was always like more of a conceptual thing that is a link between worlds within the same society. It's like, it's a method mm-hmm. through which we can get a peek into something that isn't ours and live in it. So like it starts on season one, just like, the cops and the police and like urban gangs. Like, so and it's like how those things and the wire connects those things. And we get to see how those things are similar through the wire, through this conceptual framework. And then the show just expands on that concept more and more bringing in unions and politics and like just different, different things and different aspects of society that are similar and different in ways that you might not necessarily expect uses really strong filmmaking techniques, uses match cuts a lot I'm disappointed that it used to use approximately three or four dolly zooms a season and it has calmed down on that. And I was like, oh, where'd they go? I like especially <laughs> in season especially in season one, they, there's so many and it's so funny. Um but no, I think the show's great where it is. Um, I think perhaps oh. like there's some there's some writing things where there are like attitudes of the time that I feel like mm, I don't know about that. Like there's a specific thing where it's trying to make a point about like violence and like why why a lot of like underprivileged ki- like children are like turning to violence and there's one scene where it's like one of the characters is like playing a violent video game and it's clearly they're trying oh. to make that point a little bit and I'm like that's not that like that's been thrown away it's, at this point like no one yeah. like no one no one no like reputable scholar of the matter at this point thinks that violence video games cause violence so.
0: Yeah, Um, but generally speaking, it's a great show. Yeah, (laughs) cool. Okay, Um, nice. Uh, I've been watching some TV. Uh, I've been rewatching Better Call Saul uh, because I want to. I haven't seen season six yet, and I think it was on came on Netflix a month or two ago. And I feel like I just don't remember the show at all. So I I was like, I should probably just rewatch it from get go. Great show. Love Bob Odenkirk. Um, just watched, uh, the, the show that's centered on, um, uh, Irmentrout. Fuck. What's his first name? The old guy, the old guy who's like evil and working for Gus Fring and Breaking Bad. I've never seen
1: that.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So it's Mike. It's the Mike Trout centered episode and Carrie fucking Condon is in it. Carrie Condon oh, really? plays his daughter wow. and she, or no, her, his daughter-in-law. Sorry and she she's doing an american accent share. she is she's doing an american accent very strange i, I was like i know you're irish <laughs> i can tell you're not yeah. fooling me missy and i was like I, every line she every line reading she had i was i was imagining in her regular accent it was very odd um i've also been watching clone high oh, season... just really really
1: quick i've yeah, heard sorry. that that show has impeccable cinematography is this true that's what the word on the streets um,
0: is. Yeah, I I think it only gets better. So when did season one come out? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really good. Um, nice. Better call like Better Call Saul. Uh, so it says it started in 2015. So that definitely felt more like from what I've seen, feels more like TV. Like it feels like a TV show. But I oh, sure. I do think it gets only stronger from there. So. Um, but yeah, I've also been watching Clone High season two uh, came back uh, after like 20 year hiatus. Uh, they always kind of hoped for a season two, but there was a problem where there were hunger strikes because in India, like in real life, there were hung- hunger strikes because of the portrayal of Gandhi in the show. Really? Gandhi is like, like an idiot in the show. And yeah, he's like the comic relief for Abe Lincoln. And they were so oh. upset with that. That they did hunger strikes so that's why the show got canceled and they they had it was funny the show ends where all the clones get frozen so like it's a perfect kind of like then they can just be unfrozen when we get the show back on track um and then they have to explain why gandhi isn't there anymore and they just show him still in the freezer (laughs) frozen (laughs) they just didn't unfreeze him um and they they have to include some new characters which, like, I, I get it. Um, and it feels a bit like that kind of thing where, like, a show has stopped after a long time and they're doing a new thing and they have to shoehorn in new characters and it feels a little strange. Mm. I, I think they're doing a great job of it, though. I think this is one of the best examples of that that I've seen. Um, and, yeah, still, it still feels like Clone High and I, I really I really do like that series. Uh, I've seen two movies, both of them staples of my childhood, that I did not like quite as much as I had held them in my esteem. First was Mission Impossible. Very corny, although Aiden has counter-argument.
1: And that, that's part of it. That's part of the enjoyment. The Dutch it's angles, the corny. craziness. That's what you want.
0: Man, there's like there's some really good stuff in there. The Langley heist, obviously very famous. It's, yeah. it's very funny, though, to watch the corny version, having the other ones so fresh in my brain where it's like, very serious, very action-heavy.
1: Well, that's what I love about the franchise—is how much it's changed. Like each movie, each yeah. movie feels fresh, has its own thing. Five and six are kind of similar, but like other than that, like yeah, like I, I, I like al- it.
0: Also, one of them starts the same way one opens, which is with like a, a movie set where they're tricking a oh, bad yeah, guy yeah. to reveal information. It's the exact that's same six, the opening to one. Um, yep. That sounds about right. Um, uh, What was I thinking of? Oh, when... so sick. So, Kitridge... Do you remember Kitridge, the boss? I think he's really... I think he's only in first and then coming back for the newest one. So, I I had an eye out for him because I knew he was coming back. And when the reveal in, like, the aquarium restaurant where Tom Cruise realizes, oh, it's a mole hunt and they think I'm the mole and it gets really close and low angle and it's low angle on Kittredge. And he's like, like the way he talks is just so good. It's yeah. That's a great moment. Um, Yeah. Good. Like pretty good. It does get very corny by the end with like the helicopter in like the tunnel goofy, but uh, enjoyable. I'd say I like the whole bit where Ethan Hunt is doing like the, the magic the close-up magic with the disc the floppy disc oh man the internet in 1996 (laughs) no sense i don't get it at all max.com how are you gonna find a guy named max Max (laughs) max.com
1: i also i have that similar experience watching the wire where they're explaining like early 2000s technology and like the internet and phones back then and i'm like what, and, like, pagers, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like I, I, I still I, do I, not get pagers. Only, I only get it enough to, like, follow the plot, but I don't intricately understand what's happening. But
0: yeah. Actually, here's an idea. If you're a listener right now, let us know if you know what pagers are. No, if if you if you had a pager or yeah. if you – I understand how they really work now. Com.
1: Just because yeah. of the wire, I, it, I
0: get it. Doesn't it just tell you if you have a text message or something? Like no, it just tells you if you, it's like, it tells
1: you someone's called, someone wants you to call them.
0: Uh, so it's okay. like, it's yeah, like yeah.
1: kind of like a pre-cell phone kind of thing where it's like someone will dial your pager and you check your no. pager, your pager beeps and that's telling you to like get to a phone and call them.
0: That's archaic. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> um, we're dating ourselves. Um, <laughs> The other movie I watched was Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Also very good. Steven Spielberg's great. I it's again maybe not as perfect as I once thought it was, but still like like very good. And like the action scenes hold yeah. up. the The scene where he's like the truck scene. There's two great oh, action yeah. scenes side by side. It's the truck scene and the one that's before that where they're and fighting the on the tarmac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like. That's amazing. Awesome. like fantastic scenes um i mean the idol heist is classic as well but i think those two are kind of like the highlight of the film uh harrison ford is great in that movie also like karen allen i really really like as, as marion um i saw her in animal house and i was like oh, yeah. oh i know you and i've like never seen her again I, i've only seen her in two movies what about um, Indiana
1: Jones four and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull?
0: She is in that, isn't she? I she is have that. seen that movie. I have forgotten though. I I just I only remember that Mutt Williams is her the son of canonically. Buff. Yeah. Where does he get the last name Williams from?
1: The husband she remarried.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Because I was like Jones, Ravenwood, yeah. Williams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've seen. Um... Yeah, so that's that's it for that. Uh next week Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Oh yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna see a good
1: Oh what we've seen good movies too, but we're gonna see like a
0: like a filmy film (laughs) for the first time in a while. We're gonna see a filmy film. Didn't we do like pipeline two weeks ago? And across the Oh, never you're right. (laughs) We've been (laughs) seeing pretty good movies. No I'm not
1: I'm not no I'm saying Crossfire Verse is a good movie, but I'm not counting it as like a filmy film. I'm talking about like fair. No Like you know, it's a comic yeah. book movie. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. a, a Pipeline definitely is though. So I that's just a, yeah me getting it out of my head. Spider Verse is great. I'm not saying it's not. It's not a that's not a comment on the quality. It's just like the genre that it is in my, in my head.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But we're seeing Asteroid City. Um, yeah. Definitely not a different movie that is also coming out that is about a guy who is kind of fast. fast i've seen that. I might say. I, in fact, refuse so to see it. So
1: seri- a serious threat to the state of Hawaii.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so I will not be watching that personally. And I think Aiden said something similar. So I, uh, I contend. Yeah. I, if you yeah. like us and want to check out that tweet I had, that killer tweet, check us out on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and Twitter at Predator V Movies. Give it another like. It could only use more. Uh, if you like my thoughts on movies, check me out on Letterboxd at underscore Alex Gordon underscore. I leave reviews sometimes.
1: You can also check me out on Letterboxd. I also leave reviews sometimes. My name is 810 Sunny. That's 810 S-O-N-N-Y. My name is Wombo. I already said this, but I also leave reviews sometimes.
0: Yep. Uh, Peter, do you want to plug anything? Oh, I don't hear I anything. Hear nothing.
1: I don't hear anything. Oh. <laughs> you know what that means.
0: Tell him what it means
1: means that all of you guys have to leave a review on the podcast preferably a five-star review wherever you listen to it on youtube on spotify on apple music or whatever the fuck that is or amazon snapchat instagram twitter myspace venmo whatever you listen to it on give us a review
0: page us
1: like Pay us. Give us money. Go to no, our GoFundMe. No, no, go I Fund. said
0: page. Page go, us. Go to our GoFundMe. Like the Give us money. Call our page. Set us pager. up a
1: GoFundMe. Set us up a GoFundMe. And then link it to our S- bank. Support accounts,
0: our OnlyFans. Our to,
1: yeah. Do
0: all that stuff. Specific. Yeah. Predator versus OnlyFans. Um, anyways, yeah, do that. Update on the tweet, by the way. Yeah. 21 retweets. Holy shit. 140 likes. Yeah. It's still so going. So, like, do you want to film? So, just
1: do you want to start filming the podcast on like Ari Red? Like, is that that the camera you're thinking? Like,
0: just I'm we, yeah. We, we need the we need to start upgrading our our situation here. I yeah. think I think we also start getting guests. I think we uh well like yeah. we had guests, but I think right. we start like like I think we Daniel fly them in. Gold yeah. is like in my pocket already. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ariella Bear will just like the two of yeah. them like. Well, we,
1: we've already been talking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're like this. I'm holding my fingers very closely together. We're like that close. Um, so, I mean, they're a shoe in, so we'll get them. Um, uh, we, we could maybe, I don't know. We could maybe get to, if we, if we promise to drum up some good press, we could maybe talk with the person who is no longer allowed in the state of Hawaii. Um, but that would have to be on the asteroid i'm still not watching the movie but we could give we'd them be on the asteroid city part <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so we'd be promoting yeah. the movie we liked and watched but they yeah. could promote something and we sell it to
1: them like. as if we are promoting the flash and then without acknowledging it we just start talking about asteroid city
0: yeah or just or or we don't say but we don't say the name of the movie we're talking about so we're talking (laughs) about the movie but like he'll just be like that didn't that didn't happen (laughs) in in my movie yeah
1: i just love like i just love like the wes anderson dialogue
0: like Like, the obvious words you can't use but like i really liked oh man when the spaceship came down he would be like oh yeah yeah yeah, that's in my movie yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. when like Oh, there was a really great scene with like, uh, like, uh, uh, there was like a bomb. A bomb went off. Like, that yeah. was good. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, but, yeah, yeah, that happens in my movie. How about like when aliens? Batman shows up? And he's like, <laughs> what about like the Batman stuff? Do you like that? I was, um, I don't. Know. <laughs> i didn't see a lot of him in this actually yeah i don't
1: i don't really really remember that part like i I might have stepped out like for like a bathroom or. did
0: you did you like when i entered the speed force those two times i did that did it that was kind of like an oscar worthy moment i i don't i don't remember it
1: Yeah, I don't remember the town being called Speed Force, but I guess like it, it might have been. like When it's they funny. enter it, that's a great scene, though. When they enter it, that's a great scene. I agree with you completely.
0: I would call Central City more of a a city, perchance.
1: Um, I don't know if it's... I I I go it's like college. the desert. Um, I don't think it's central. I don't think it's, it's like the desert, so it's not central.
0: Okay, I think that's it's confusing like, two different things. I think the, <laughs> the, the, the the city, Central City, is like in the Midwest... The desert is where we have our final battle, and it's Uh,
1: like—well, I guess that's a battle. I guess you could call it a battle. Yeah, I don't know if I'd characterize it that way, but like in—in the sense that like you know the stakes are heightened and it's—it's like a kind of a battle of wits, I suppose. Like,
0: (laughs) okay, bit over. (laughs) Oh shit! I'm calling it. Oh god! I was really going on too long. Um, yeah. uh, Until next week. uh, I'm Alex. I'm Aiden. No, Peter. He was holding beep, for, beep, Peter. Beep, you, you beep, for Peter. You uh, had a pause for Peter. And this was Predator versus movies. Like the tweet.